She's uh, feisty today, guys. I'm just frozen because I'm not feeling 100%. My kids got sick. There we go. We're sick. Someone was snoring last night. I was because I was sick. All night. Sick. On this podcast, (laughs) we talk about wellness, mindfulness, productivity, and being sick. And being sick. And last week, we spoke about how can I use this? How can I use this? I know. I'm sick. How can I use this? How can I use this? Not have a child, five-year-old, that gets sick and then give it to me. Well, no. How about like it just forced us to slow down today? Yeah. Instead of doing our normal craziness, we <sighs> hunkered down, did some homeschool at home. There's a fire going in the fireplace. Yeah. And that's why this podcast is a day late and a dollar short. This is true story. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Well, this week. Yes, this week. We thought that, and this actually has come up recently a couple of times um, where people have asked us a little bit about our diet. It seems, you know, we're, we're primarily plant-based. We'll talk about that a little bit more, but um, we've been so for, I mean, for me, it's probably going on 15 years for you. It is going on eight years. Eight years. Um, and so not by any means are we not going to, you know, introduce plant-based to you as a way to convert you to being vegan. We're not dogmatic at all. We're not. And in fact, my training as a holistic health coach, I often, that's not necessarily my go-to when I, when I try to help people with diet or nutrition or food, because I do think that it's a very personal journey. I think that everybody's digestive system is a little bit different and foods that fuel me and give me energy and strength aren't going to be the same for you. But what I do know about plant foods is they are life-giving, energy-rich foods. So regardless of if you're going to be 100% plant-based and only eat plants, or if you just try to incorporate this more often in your diet, you will see amazing benefits from a plant-based diet. Um, Did you want me to start a little bit about... So if you've listened before, I've I've spoke about my journey to being plant-based a while back, but... And it's actually kind of what led me to go down the health coaching route. When I was younger, I suffered from um, irritable bowel syndrome and I had migraines and I was on medication. And for years and years, I was going to neurologists and I was going to doctors and we were getting CAT scans and all kinds of things to try to monitor these migraines and what was going on. And I remember not once having a conversation about nutrition and food through all of that process with all of my specialists. And then right after college, because of course it flared up for me in college because my diet was subpar to say the least. I think we lived but we did live two doors down from a pizza joint. And I think pizza, French fries, you know, was pretty much my staple. Honey mustard. Honey mustard. I did all condiments. Um, And so of course I had these flare ups with my irritable bowel and my migraines. And so after college, I started to get really serious about thinking about diet and began reading a lot of books and recognizing that for me, I wanted to try to do an elimination diet. So I eliminated, I I read a book um, called Crazy Sexy Diet by Chris Carr. Mm. She is a cancer survivor who used food to heal herself. So this was a pretty extreme version of going plant-based. It was like all living foods, all whole foods. um, And it was for 21 days. And we did an episode on the elimination diet. If you want to go back in the archives, if you're interested in that. Yeah. To go in a little bit deeper, but that for me changed my life because I started to make connections with what fueled my body and how plants really did heal. And so I started to notice all kinds of things when I started doing that. I obviously had way more energy. My headaches started to subside. 
my stomach and digestion became regular for the first time in my entire life. I would literally go, I still go to the bathroom. This is probably TMI, but every single day, first thing in the morning, you know, it's, it's healthy. It's exactly what a bowel movement should be. And it took me a really long time for that to happen because there were times where I would go weeks without going to the bathroom before um, I kind of got myself regulated. I had my skin looked better. Um, I mean, there was like crazy things with 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 it, like and just the, I mean, like I said, my headaches that day to day, the fatigue, the like the mental um, fog, like yeah, the cloudiness, yeah. like I just started to feel so, so good. And yeah. it, it was a catalyst for so many other health changes in my life too. Yeah. And it's like, why does this matter? And this, one of the key, not just wellness, obviously, but we talk about productivity and mm-hmm. if you can elevate your energy, then obviously you're going to elevate your productivity. <clears throat> and so Jesse, you know, when we first started dating was, was eating this way mm-hmm. and I was, I was eating healthy. But I ate, you know, a traditional American diet, had my Philly subs every once in a while and meat and all that type of thing. And she really kind of pushed me in this direction. And I ended up going 30 days and I felt a lot of the same things she just mentioned when I went 30 days completely plant-based. I mean, I was sleeping better. Mm -hmm. My mental fog was down. Um, Then when I got into ultra... Well, the funny thing is I had so much energy that I, that's why I kind of spawned nice. me into running and ultra running. And then what I noticed is I was recovering so fast after these races because my inflammation was so low from eating a plant-based diet. Absolutely. That's one of the biggest things. So inflammation is the cause of so many diseases and, and disorders that we experience without even recognizing it. And it's specific to each person because certain foods, foods are going to be more inflammatory for one person than they are for the other. But I can tell you that a lot of people do experience inflammation from a lot of meat and processed foods. So even just like cleaning up your diet can be so, so beneficial. And if you're thinking like, okay, so, you know, where do I start? What does this look like? How can I apply this? Um, you, I talk about whole foods on here a ton and that's because actually it's funny you mentioned productivity. Sorry, this is a squirrel moment, but we Lots were listening. We moments. both were, had a long drive cause we were up at the Poconos working on um, one of our properties yesterday, but we drove separate cars. And so I, I passed along this podcast that we were listening to and it was all about focus and being able to pay attention. And one of the pillars to that, that they said supports this is eating a clean, nourishing whole food diet. Um, And it's crazy how the attention span through tests and studies are so much longer um, able to focus than a person who's not eating a diet that might be high in processed foods Mm -hmm. or sugar. So this will have impacts all around. So I guess a good place to start with where would you go from here? Obviously, you can do something like a 21 day completely elimination, but I suggest just starting to substitute, right? Like even with your, what you're regularly cooking, instead of doing just a small side of whatever vegetable you're preparing, do a little bit more, kind of crowd out, we call it your plate yeah. yep. with more vegetables, less meat. So just start kind of moving your portion sizes around so that you're getting more greens, more veggies instead of the, that's like kind of the main event, the main show. Um, with rye, I used to make all kinds of bootables, which is just like any type of grain and tons of roasted veggies. And I would Mm -hmm. put like tofu and like a tahini sauce on it. And so for a while we were just grilling up a whole bunch of grilled chicken and I would just chop up chicken for his. So he was eating everything I was eating, still all whole foods, but he was just incorporating meat into it. That's a really great place to start, right? Looking at some cookbooks. We love, um, a cookbook and author, can't think of her first name, but the books are called Oshi Glows. She has a website. If you just wanted to dabble in it and look at the Oshi There's all these kinds of recipes on it. And as a guy, like 
it sounds like a very, I don't know, feminine, feminine cookbook, but it's fantastic. I oh, mean, it's her, so good. her recipes are phenomenal. They're, they're filling. I'll come back from a run. If Jesse's like cooking one of the, her meals, like I know it's going to hit the spot. Mm-hmm. That's very like comfort food. It's a really good way to just kind of dabble into this world of plant-based diet. You know, and again, we're not trying to um, tell you that this is the only way to eat, but we just recognize the benefits of it. And so if you've been curious about it and just wanted to, to, to try it, this is a great, great place yeah. to start. You know, always like in the morning and uh, the morning is a perfect time. If you want to talk a little bit about like your diet and what that looks like in the mornings. Well, I think a perfect like introduction is just whatever you're eating for breakfast now, replace it with like a green smoothie, you know, as just then you get one meal started with one meal that is, you know, plant based and you're getting your veggies. Um, So a a typical day for me. Well, hold on pin that because this is something that was really helpful for us with our kids, too. My Ayurvedic brain is saying like right now is a perfect time to start transitioning to smoothies because we're entering into summer. And so from Ayurvedic standpoint, cooling foods are, are okay for our system. But I cannot drink smoothies in the winter time because I literally, I'm literally in a jacket right now. I'm cold all the time. Brian can, can drink them all day, every day. For me, it has to be in those, in those warmer months, but we give our kids shakes every single morning and we load it with like banana and fruit and spinach. And we use a protein powder called Vega. We've used a bunch of other ones too, but Vega has a full um, like multivitamin complex with like probiotics and all kinds of stuff. And so we literally would give this to our kids to start the day. And it was like an insurance policy. Like, okay, so even if they don't get, you know, the healthiest meal for lunch or they're not eating everything they do for dinner, we already know that we're putting some fruits and veggies into their system first thing. And that same clarity and focus, if you have kiddos who Mm. have trouble with focusing and attention span and and they're hyperactive and diet can change so much in our children. And that's something that I'm super passionate about too. So if you ever have questions. And there's tons of studies around autism and Mm -hmm. changing diet and what that will do for autistic kids. Uh, but yeah, I thought it might be interesting real quick to just go through what I eat in a day. So I wake up, um, chug my big glass of, uh, uh, apple cider vinegar, cayenne, honey, water. Um, but then I go in, I have a big green smoothie. That's what I have for breakfast. And then around 10 AM, I have a, uh, small thing of overnight oats that I prepare. And that's a big thing is preparing. So I, I literally make five things of overnight oats, for Monday through Friday while I'm at work. So I just grab and go. I'm not just like, oh, geez, what, what am I going to have this morning? It's like ready prepared. Um, the night before, I also prepare a big salad. I have a big salad every single day. Usually mine is a cabbage salad. And then I'm putting some, you know, beans on top or, or some type of protein on top. Um, and then whatever vegetables we just have like laying around in, in our fridge. Or maybe if Jesse made some like chickpea pasta the night before, I might throw that on top kind of like it's a leftover bowl. Um, and then for an afternoon snack, I'll just have a bar and then it's whatever Jesse's making for dinner. So we've recently um, started doing, I guess in the last like six months, we got into a rut. Like, I don't know when you have kiddos, like I used to cook dinners from these cookbooks yeah. every single night and it was something that I loved and, and it was bringing so much joy to me, but our days have gotten pretty chaotic with, you know, homeschooling and all that. So I was going back to the same like four meals all the time and hitting this rotation. And it was the meals that I knew our kids would eat. And so I just, we just started subscribing to green chef. Um, I'm also trying purple carrot too, which are two, they have vegan options on purple carrots, completely plant-based. Um, green chef has multiple options for different types of diets. You could do paleo, you could do keto, you could do vegan, whatever that is, but it's a meal delivery system. You still have to cook everything, but all the ingredients are there for you. And it's definitely brought some, 
experimentation back yeah. into like what I'm cooking and our kids are trying new foods and different foods. And sometimes they hit, sometimes they're a miss, but at least we know that we're getting something that's a little bit unique. And that variation in your diet can be so important. Brian is a creature of habit where he eats the same thing every day, but if you can try to even just like eat the rainbow, like try to eat as many different colors of foods, make your plates nice and vibrant with, you know, um, like a rainbow, especially with our kids that teaches them that each of those rainbow foods has a specific nutrient. That's like great for their bodies, like beta carotene or, um, carot, um, uh, I can't think of the one for the red. I mean, the red one. No, stop. Um, I'll think of it later, but they all have specific benefits to our bodies. And so just another little food for thought. Yeah. No pun intended. So, I mean, it, I, th- I really think it's all about energy levels and mon- or in leveling off your energy levels mm-hmm. and not having those crazy spikes, like after you eat a Snickers bar or whatnot. Um, and, and preparing ahead of time. So you're not making those poor decisions. If you do do meal planning throughout the week is a big step. But I think the first step, if you want to dip your toe in is to start with a smoothie in the morning. And if you need those transitional foods that maybe not be the best for you, if you're really interested in going plant-based, the beyond burgers and whatnot, which, you know, have their own debates. I mean, it can be a good transition food for time being just to get you over the hump. And even before that first step that Brian just mentioned, before you start kind of um, experimenting with foods, I think it's really important to do like a self-awareness, self-assessment about your health and where you are. Do you feel like you're you're suffering from fatigue? Do you have problems with digestion with either it's constipation or like really runny, loose bowels? Like, are you not regular, right? Are you experiencing headaches or even skin issues? A lot of times like cystic acne or things on our skin, um, it can really be related to what we're eating and some sensitivities to food. So that self-awareness idea of like, okay, where am I at right now? And is it something that could spark a change? Because you have to have a why behind it. Like you're not going to mess with your diet if there's no why. So um, start there. And then, yeah, these little small shifts, I think could make such a big difference. If you have any questions, please know that this is a passion of mine and I would love to help you in any way that I can. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, that was dipping the toe into a plant-based diet. diet. Hope you enjoy Until next week. Take care. Hello world, wake me up to another good, good morning.